welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. On this particular podcast, we will be discussing the reunion part one for the 35th season of the challenge, Total Madness. Ash, why don't we open up a little bit? Well, first, why don't we open up (laughs) a lot of bit about plugging our shit? Folks, we have a Patreon. We just dropped a Patreon episode a couple of days ago. Uh, It's Ashley and Nick's Sunday Coffee Chat Chit. Yeah, we got another one coming out in a couple of days. Some people chit-chat. We chat chit. Um, We just basically talked about a lot of stuff. A lot of Survivor talk in there. A lot of talk about the beach. Um, It was a very relaxing yet lively conversation. Would you agree, Ash? I would. I'm excited to do our next one. Absolutely. You can check that out by going to patreon.com forward slash reality blows. Signing up for the blowness tier. $5 a month gets you two blowness episodes a month. Get in there. We've been doing them since uh, since January. We do two a month. So there's a bunch you can go and unlock right now if you want. Plus, you know, in a couple weeks, we're only going to be doing one podcast the week you might need more ash and nick fix i think you do uh so uh, we have that going go to realityblowspodcast.com you can check out all of our stuff and rate us five stars on the apple podcast app why don't you give us five stars specifically because we did such a great job recapping this season of the challenge it was a tumultuous time a lot of controversy but we did it. We rolled with the punches, one might say. You know, something that I think uh, would be good to just kind of talk about straight out on this uh, reunion, and I think the way that this is going to be handled is not like a recap. We're just going to discuss the stuff that they discussed and how they handled it and some of the stuff that they showed. Um, but, Ashley, when we were done watching the reunion, I would say about 10 minutes later, you looked at me and goes, oh, my God, I just realized there was no D. No Correct. talk of D at Correct. all. You know, I realized it about midway through the part one reunion. And um, to me, what that means is they did their job. They cut her out completely to the point where we were not clamoring to find out what D thought about things because we just truly didn't understand what her storyline was going to be. They cut it out. And uh, some casualties to that were Rogan, who was not there. Um, because he was recovering from surgery, is what he said on his Twitter account. I wonder if he had been there, what storylines they would have discussed with him. I mean, you kind of have to leave Rogan out if you're leaving out D, because D is Rogan's storyline. Um, unless he's just going to go into that whole thing about like proving himself. That could have been a storyline. Also, Jenny, who I adore at the end of this season. Wow, wow, wow. Did we really get to know her? Um, they only had, she was only there for like the first 10 minutes of the episode and it was just sort of about her win. I no storylines covered with Jenny, um, throughout that episode. And I think that if, you know, D had been on there, we would have gotten that, that, uh, rivalry between the two of them. It's interesting because the way that this thing was filmed, if you guys didn't watch is it was a zoom reunion. So, um, we're now unfortunately a, a, a resumian, mm. um, and Unfortunately, I, I, this reporter, uh, is getting used to the resumians because uh, I've seen a couple now. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I kind of knew what I was in for. And it just is like they group them into like storylines the way that the segments uh, are being shown. And it, every time they would come back from commercial, there'd be like another 12 different people on screen. And I just reminded me how many fucking people are in this house when the show starts. It's so many people. An unbelievable amount of cast. And so I actually didn't even notice that Jenny wasn't there towards the end. But something I did notice is we really didn't get any of Nelson. Um, we did. Jordan wasn't there at Jordan all. Jordan wasn't there. Jordan wasn't there at 
all. And you didn't remember that because I it just occurred no, to me. I thought oh, about okay. it because Swaggy was in the picture with Bailey. Yeah. Um, Zach was there for some reason picking up an appearance fee when he refused to answer any questions. Yep. Um, and there's no Jordan, who was a an, a, an important character in Wor- this season. Is there word on the internet streets about what happened there? I have no idea. I'm going to have to take a look. Because Tori was there. Tori was there. A little bit. She wasn't really being talked too much. Um, I got to say, I really liked this reunion. Uh, I think that this format, there's, you know, there's positives and negatives to it. And I think one of the positives is that um, the challenge cast doesn't dis- like devolve into the classic everyone screaming at each other on the stage situation that usually derails the conversation at reunions. Like they couldn't do that on the Zoom. I mean, quite simply... If you do that, you won't be able to be heard. I mean, that's how these uh, this technology works. It'll pick up one person who's screaming or it'll turn all fuzzy. So, I mean, you can't. You got to be reserved. Also, it's like you just like we're watching TV. You just ate a sandwich and you walked into your kitchen. You're a you're, little more chill. Yeah, you're kind of chilled out. I'm sure a lot of these people were not as drunk as they are when they're maybe at these reunions. I don't know that they're drunk, but you got to think that there's a lot of partying going on. Also, they get a big trip to New York or Los Angeles or London sometimes, yeah. and they're partying the night before like together, and it's all crazy and, and weird. And they're reigniting uh, issues and alliances and beefs the night before, and then they come in hot and they say, so-and-so spent the night in so-and-so's hotel room. Yeah, it's pretty wild. But here, I mean, if you spent the night in a hotel room, it's because you're living in a hotel room. I mean... <laughs> Um, and I, I have to agree. Were you, did you mention that you enjoyed this more than a regular reunion? Is that yes. how you started? That? I started this by saying this is one of my favorites because I think the format allowed for questions to be answered and questions to be asked and for things to move along at like a, an enjoyable pace. And I also think the host did a great job. Vernon Davis. Is that what it yeah. was? I, I Vernon said Davis. Vernon Chapman. That's a, uh, a comedy producer. Uh, Vernon Davis. Yeah. Um, a very uh, popular at in his time professional football player, a Super Bowl champion. Dare I say he watched the show? He was asking questions and he had follow ups as if he had watched the season. I mean, I wonder what the deal was that they didn't go with, um, you know, uh, one of the, you know, Justina or whatever her name is. And I think the deal is, is that she wasn't good. Oh, she was terrible. <laughs> and remember, they paired her with somebody else, another professional athlete. Um, Swaggy, um, the guy from the he's meme. A, a, he's a basketball player. Yeah, the guy from the meme. Um, and... Uh, he was just like, he basically did what CT did in last night's reunion, which was just like lay on the couch and check yeah. out. Yeah. Because, um, I, I mean, we've heard uh, through the grapevine, the, the digital grapevine, that these reunions are like 14 hours long. Like, yeah. insane normally. And it seems like they were that long, maybe even longer uh, doing this resumion. Because uh, what I enjoyed was. In and out of commercial, you got to see sort of B-roll of people being like, I'm never doing one of these again, or these people need to buy me dinner, or them lying on the ground or taking a break. or You know, okay, so first off, Nick and I, we work on Zoom now. 
Okay, so we're teaching, we're doing, we're teaching over Zoom. And I'll tell you what, I burn out after two hours. So if this is a regular challenge reunion, they must be even more exhausted than they are usually because they're on Zoom and it's, it's more tiring than in real life. And they're not taking commercial breaks. They're not going backstage for a refresher. You know what I mean? Um, The host we were talking about is Swaggy P, a.k.a. Nick Young. Yeah, Nick Young. And yeah, it's interesting because what's our Swaggy's initial? Swaggy C. Swaggy C. (laughs) Because I, the whole season, wanted to call him Swaggy P. And it's not. He's Swaggy C. Yeah, that would have been confusing, I guess. (laughs) I think that um, what what the challenge sort of is always missing in my opinion is a host what these challenge reunions is miss are missing as a cha- as a host who has watched the show and I felt like Vernon had watched the show in my mind in my fantasy of how this went down he contacted MTV and was like let me host it I love it you know that's what I'm hoping you got to think maybe we're living in a world now where Vernon Davis did not or as Ashley was calling him not our our Ashley but uh, Ashley Mitchell was calling him Vern <laughs> she kept just calling him Vern and I wonder if that was her choice or he said yeah call me Vern or whatever but she just kept kept going Vern and uh, I kind of thought that was fun that's funny I used to I didn't I did not clock that my friend Veronica I used to call Vern um well, that would be Veron, wouldn't it be? I just got her Vern. Or if you're Veronica from the challenge, it's V. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, he, you got to think like he was sent the DVDs or whatever, or like the links to watch all the, the shows. You're not doing anything else. You know what I mean? Especially mm-hmm. if you're like mm-hmm. a retired professional athlete. I mean, you're sitting in your home and you're not doing anything. No one's doing anything. Yeah. When they're normally doing these reunions, you know, they got to catch these people and be like, hey, you got to do a reunion, but you're also filming Wild and Out next weekend. And you also have tapings right. for this and that. These, now it's just like these hosts are sitting at home binging television. You might as well fucking watch and take notes and do a good goddamn job. So kudos to uh, the host of last night's challenge because I think he knocked it out of the park. And what I was going to say before was, I agree with you, Ashley. I enjoyed this much more than I thought I did. And I enjoyed this much more than a normal reunion. Um, the only issue I have with the Zoom setup, this is it, this is the only issue, is that uh, on a regular challenge, you know, regular challenge reunion, when they're all on the stage, let's say Cara Maria is just going a mile a minute at somebody, okay? She's she's upset, she's defending something, and then it cuts to a reaction shot of Nani, let's say, and Nani is like smiling and agreeing, but then when we go back and we get that wide view, we see that Nani is scowling and so we know that that uh, close-up of Nani was just put in there sort of out of continuity an editor's choice right do you understand me are you following absolutely. me absolutely and let me anticipate what you're about to say is that in a resumian it's really editor's choice it's a hundred percent it's editor's just like choice. we can just pop in whatever screen and and everybody's isolated and you can isolate everybody's audio mm-hmm. so to get a franken bite uh, to get um, a, a reaction shot that is uh, created rather than natural. Um, yeah. I mean, there and can be a no lot way, of fudging with, with what we're seeing. And there's no way for the audience to sort of hold producers accountable by saying like, well, when you went back to the wide shot, they weren't sitting there or they weren't making that face. You know, um, that's my only issue. And that's a teeny tiny little issue. I'd say overall, this reunion, one of my top 
tops, my top faves in the past five. There was a moment, and I do wish I took notes here so I could have written this down, but there was one moment where I do feel as though it was um, it was edited in a way to cut some stuff out. And I believe um, it was when either, I think it was when Casey was talking about cheating on her girlfriend or mm. not cheating on her girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And to me, it seemed as though she said, yeah, you guys edit it to make it look like we were cheating. Or it, I know exactly what it was. Ooh. It was when Nani and Casey were speaking to one another. They were talking about the clip in which Casey had said like, eh, yeah, we kissed. Uh, yeah, or did we? Didn't we? That whole thing. They uh-huh. were having an answer to that, which was a conversation that was happening off screen, but mm-hmm. on mic. So you couldn't really exactly know. We didn't see a kiss. They never showed a kiss. They never showed them actually having that conversation. We saw like an establishing shot of a room where they weren't there. Then you heard, uh, you know, you saw the the subtitles saying like, well, I totally didn't kiss you last night. It's they like, were well, there. Totally they were didn't. in the corner. They were like mm-hmm. under the blanket Here's or the something. Thing. No, when they said those things, you didn't see them. But then Right after you saw those subtitles, they cut to the corner and they were laying together. Mm. And so I think that that was kind of edited together a bit. I don't think that that conversation happened while they were canoodling, like physically. I think they made it look that way, which is fine. That's what the show is. But I think once they showed that clip and they had to have uh, Casey answer it on the reunion, it seemed to me that she was about to say, you guys made it look like we hooked up. And I can tell you right now that we didn't. That was a television thing. But they cut it right before that. And then they cut to Nani and then back to Casey. And you could tell her energy was so much different to where she had said a whole bunch of stuff. They had had that conversation and MTV was like, we're not going to like just let her say that we edit these storylines to make it look like they're making out like that's what we do you don't have to pull the curtain back here and it just was like it cut to her saying I know what I did and I never hooked up with her and I know that in my heart you know what I mean and rather than them being like you guys know that because you made it look that way but I understand that's what I signed up for so I do think that there was a good amount of that happening. Yeah. The Nani stuff seemed to be chopped up. She left at one point, then she was back. Then we got a weird thing when we were going to commercial where Nani left for good. Yeah. Um, it, it which, was weird. In, which the way that it was edited implied that it was about Jenna because it was right before the Jenna Zach segment where Nani says, I'm not going to stay around and defend people when no one's protecting me. Something to that. And then she got up and left. And then they did the Jenna and Zach segment. Is that how it happened? We don't know the timeline. But let's go through the points of what they showed us. Um, the show, the reunion kicked off with sort of the finalist watching the final. That's what we did. We we watched them watch the final. And I got to say, Corey really might be the star of the reunion. Um, close second would be Ashley Mitchell, in my opinion, just in terms of sound bites, personality, attitude. Corey, he's sitting on his bed. It's unmade. At one point, there looks like there's a bra drying in the background of his bathroom. And he's just, he's he's upbeat. He's got energy. He's coming across really well. Um, enjoyed Swaggy here. That's when, I mean, enjoyed Corey there. Um, that's when I noticed Swaggy was with Bailey in her box. And I was like, that's interesting because this is all the finalists and Swaggy. So that must have felt weird for swaggy 
Yeah, he seemed like perturbed, swaggy. He didn't seem like he was enjoying himself. Especially when they showed the clip of Bailey uh, quitting for her knee. Like, literally, swaggy like looked like he was like rolling his eyes. And uh, then they come back. They kind of ask him about that, and and Bailey was like, "Yeah, we." Uh, Swaggy was like, "Yeah, we would have just really wished that she would have just finished rather than having to quit." That's a tough way to end the final. And you could tell that he was real bitter, kind of about the fact that maybe if he was there, he wouldn't have quit. Something who knows? Like that. We don't who know. Knows? They didn't get into it because you got eliminated. Can I tell you who I thought was the star of the show? Yeah, uh, Nani. I mean, Nani was. Nani was I don't I disagree Nani came across to me as unhinged she came across as possibly under the influence um she seemed to be having a rough time and I don't think this was a good look for Nani you think she had a UTI Uh, excuse me under the influence (laughs) (laughs) I think Uh, she was a couple drinks in or something I I didn't feel she just put her she put her fighting uh shoes on I don't I didn't feel that way I felt like she thought she got a weird edit this year I feel like that in social media she feels like her friends didn't stick up for her she had to lay on the grenade for Casey it seemed like she was basically saying that like hey that Casey situation she goes yeah I'll take the heat on that as well which was before we had to ramp up into that crazy conversation between her and Anissa. Hey, can we go through the points? Because we're going to get to that um, on on my timeline. Yes, we can go through those points. <laughs> You're jumping around. You're jumping around. I know, around. but I want to explain why Nani was my favorite there. I think when she she at one point mentioned she's not going to do reality television anymore. Yeah, she said that point blank. And to me, to to, to claim you're done is one thing, but to, to just say that you're doing reality television, I never hear that on a reunion. I really don't on any reunion. You never see somebody like, hey, guys, it's reality TV. It's like, hey, it's the challenge, or hey, we're on TV. This is what we signed up for. But for Nani to be calling out the institution that is reality television, uh, to me, I thought it, it, it sparked as something different, and I thought she had the balls to go there. And also the MTV, whoever slapped this thing together, had the balls to leave that in. I, I, th- I thought that was a really real moment. Because we do hear these people talk about reality TV in um, a large sort of uh, way on, but on that's on podcasts and on their own YouTube channels and stuff, never on the actual product. And so to that, that always gives me a little like my hair raises a bit, and I'm like, oh, they're talking, uh, they're being very meta here. They're talking about reality television. They're mentioning the elephant in the room. Yeah, she came across as if she was not going to play by the rules she came across like she was going to talk frankly um just the fact that we saw her with her vape in her hand numerous times uh was kind of like oh this is a woman who's on the edge and she's ready to not hold back newport nani has moved to vape i thought it was marlboro yeah well newport nani just seems (laughs) you know during this watching the the finalists watching the finals Corey says let's give it up for melissa she was pregnant and then they celebrate the fact that melissa was pregnant um we learn that uh josh and casey are are together which i she was four months pregnant when she ran the final it's wild because she also says and i started doing the numbers and thinking about it and it's like you started doing the numbers at four months girl my period's two days late and i'm doing the numbers yeah she i believe what she said was like i started thinking of names and dates Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. and periods Mm -hmm. um 
four months and she was taking dives on that final. I mean, yeah. she was, uh, it was pretty wild, you know? Yeah. Incredible. Um, that's when the rumors about, uh, Kyle and Melissa were addressed sort of, um, you know, as challenge fans, we've kind of been hearing them all season that they had a fling and, uh, they both sort of deny these rumors. And then Vernon's like, well, let's look at some footage we haven't seen yet. And we see them canoodling. I mean, nothing, too incriminating but enough to give these rumors some weight would you agree absolutely i mean um i just want to say like i'm still i can we just call him Vern? <laughs> let's call him can Vernon. We, just call Babe, him we don't know him. we've never met him okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe him and ashley had a thing where you know he told ashley that she can call him Vern. i don't feel that familiar we'll call him mr davis uh, that's all i really have to say <laughs> about that point all right we're, we're getting that uh you know it's just interesting that uh melissa and kyle clearly had a relationship this season and for whatever reason it is being edited to um just kind of hint at that happening you know there's theories uh the theory is that MTV doesn't want the viewers to think that it's um, Kyle's baby. You know, they talk about that. Um, and then, apparently Johnny started that rumor. Apparently, who knows? Johnny takes credit for every rumor, so yeah. I don't know if I believe that. But um, also, you know, Kyle does have a serious girlfriend, and so maybe MTV is trying to protect that relationship. At one point, Corey kills a fly. He, like, reaches up and smacks a fly flying over him, which I thought was interesting that they included. I, I liked it. It gave some, um, like, texture. Just texture to the reunion. Exactly. That's when we get into this case. Casey and Nani business. Nani says it was really hard to watch herself be drunk, um, but she does have something to say to Anissa, which is basically like, I watched that episode and you, I've known you for so long. We have a history. And instead of going with me to the bathroom and telling me like, Hey, I'm worried that you're coming across, you know, like, um, something might be misconstrued through production. You went and talked to Casey who you just met and honestly nani i'm on your side i hadn't considered this when we were watching but i would be upset too if someone that i have known and competed with and lived with for like what a decade a little less than a decade was going to someone they just met to tell them to stay away from me it doesn't it doesn't feel right i feel like i'm forever on nani's side as well but to be honest this particular incident I kind of, Anissa's um, response to this on the reunion, I completely got. She Agreed. basically said was like, Nani, you're impossible to talk to when you're drunk in that state. And so I didn't even try. So the the other thing being, uh, I wait, also- so Hold po- on one second. Yeah, go ahead. Nani's point also to this. Yes, I agree with that as well. I, I will say that I didn't take a side in this fight. I actually agreed with both of them. They both had good points. And Nani's point was also like, there weren't cameras in the bathroom. You went to where the cameras were, which was was Kate was with Casey. Uh, so that was interesting. an interesting little. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's probably like most of what's happening there. Also, like Casey's like the new Casey's the fresh meat in the house, if I can use a uh, a challenge term. Mm-hmm. So you know, to, and she's kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she's athletic. She's she's a winner of Big Brother. You know, she's doing well on the show. Likeable. Clearly, she's everybody, li- everybody likes, her. likes her. You know, Even though the audience doesn't seem to know her or think she has a personality, the people in the house like her. I like her. I, I, I felt like she was an, a nothing for the first half of the season because yeah. MTV didn't show us anything. But once we started getting her storylines, I was like, this is great. I, I, I like her a lot. Yeah. 
Um, I kind of feel like, you know, it's exciting to start hanging out with new people in this situation. And Anissa probably was like, oh, like, I want to hang out with Casey. I'm going to hook Casey up. This is a reason for me to talk to Casey a little bit. And, um, you know, and she gets to do the thing like, you know, like, girl, like, I've been on this show for 12 years or 12 seasons. Yeah. Let me tell you what you should and shouldn't do. Nani, you want to stay away from Nani. Nani can be messy. Like, you know, like people like that's a shitty thing to do. But I can feel like having a couple of drinks and getting into that like senior mode. Like I'm a senior. You're a freshman. Sit down. Let's talk. Right, right, right. That's a good point. You can't do that with Nani. You know what I mean? I thought Anissa also looked great. I'd like to just point put that out there i loved her top this is when nani says that she doesn't want to do reality television anymore because after having watched herself be that drunk and then josh interjects lol and starts defending nani um love josh coming in here for this josh wasn't really didn't seem interested in talking about his own storylines but he did come to the defense of nani he'll always defend nani he always will nani she calls herself satan and she starts crying and she leaves then we move on to the bailey and casey drama which um you know it's I don't know. I it felt kind of open and closed. K- Bailey was like, "This is the agreement we made before," and Casey was like, "I feel like she broke that agreement." And then Mr. Davis was like, "Did you have you guys talked?" And they were like, "We haven't spoken since." And the challenge ruins relationships, and ours has been ruined, and that's that. Well, it seems to me that uh, the most interesting point of this was the deciphering what their relationship was on Big Brother. Yes, Bailey um, cleared it up cleared it up you know this idea of them being more than friends i think maybe um she didn't want that to be so on the romantic side that as it had been portrayed in the season it was more of just like we had a connection at the reunion yeah um she does also get up and walk away she's our second get up and walk away she needs a break swaggy says but she'll be back and swaggy says i'll be here and then does some sort of uh finger thing that he does he's doing some sort of signage with his hands he's got some sort of and i imagine it's like a kansas city or something like whatever his hometown is he's uh doing that with his his hands and his fingers he did it a few times i was trying to decipher it it seems like a fun thing to do with your hands if you don't have anything to say it is it's really fun i mean it's definitely what the kids are doing in rap videos so i i'm i'm i've tried it doesn't look good when i'm doing it but swaggy makes it look good i mean hey he's full of swag do you have any comments about this bailey casey thing before we move on to the Uh, next point well i just did a little bit of research i feel like her explosion at casey was one of the more uh exploding explosions i'd seen especially this season seeing it back it was like holy shit she really was like screaming on on like her tippy toes and like her shuffle back and forth was amusing to me Mm. like she would be scream a couple of sentences and then she kind of slid to the left and then would scream a couple (laughs) sentences and then slid to the right um and the fact that casey was able to sit there and have somebody screaming that loud and that over you and just not take it to a pushing place or a yeah. stand up. And I thought that was pretty impressive Casey, by Casey. A hundred percent. I can't, I, if anyone was screaming in my face, I would lose it. So I did a little bit. I, I scrolled a little bit cause I wanted to see afterwards. Ah, and um, you never do a that. lot of talk about Bailey uh, in there and a lot of talk of like people being like, uh, it seems to be like, you know, Bailey, uh, you know, People don't seem to like Bailey, like the fans that are on Twitter. There's a lot of people coming at Bailey for certain things. And what I thought was interesting 
is um, somebody brought this up because on the show, eventually we're going to talk about, and I may, it might even be next or it might have already happened, but it's a, no, a nothing moment. And this is what this person on Twitter was talking about was when Melissa was on her tippy toes saying shitty things to Josh. Mm-hmm. And then Bailey was on her tippy toes screaming at Casey. Uh, the Melissa one was like, ah, you're crazy, Melissa. I can't believe that a little girl like that could get up on there and scream. And when Bailey was talked about, it was like, Bailey, you lost your emotions. You mm-hmm. were crazy. Mm-hmm. There was, seemed to be a double standard there. Oh, yeah. Um, and somebody sure. side-by-sided it on Twitter was talking about it. And I was like, you know what? Absolutely, I do agree because yeah. they both were the same thing. They both were. Melissa was literally on her tippy toes on a table, and she was saying it wasn't even like Bailey was defending herself in something that she was involved in with this person, and she was heated based on the game. You've you've thrown our alliance away, and now you're picking somebody who you don't know over me, who I thought we had a close relationship. That's what she was yelling. She just yelled that. Yeah. Melissa was telling Josh, I don't know you. You're a nothing. I don't like you. You're a snake. Yeah. Like, wow. This is a really good point. This is a true. Hey, America, let's why don't you sort of think about what this double standard could be because of what could it be? So there was I, I thought that was kind of interesting. But then that also led me and people the way I was saying that the fan base doesn't seem to like her that much. I'm sure it's split. But the vocal people that I saw that was getting the retweets on the timeline were people who were like, she always screams like this, like uh, she did this during Big Brother as well. And then people replying like she literally had a reason to scream at all these people. Like apparently she was involved in a racist incident on her. um, Mm. uh, I believe somebody used the N word on her season and she got in that person's face and. You know, she seems to be a quick to snap. She said it herself uh, when when she was uh, sort of asked about it in an interview on this season. She's like, I don't have a let's talk this out. I have a really calm, peaceful, fun Bailey, and then I have a, a 10 Bailey. Mm. And uh, then you got to see that a little bit. She is kind of quick to snap, I guess. Um, so I, th- I thought that was kind of interesting, just the portrayal of that um, yeah. moment. And, um, you know, uh, the other thing is what quite possibly could be happening is maybe this would have been a little bit different if it hadn't come out later that Melissa was pregnant. Cause Melissa definitely backed down from the Josh thing said, mm. I'm super sorry about that. My emotions, uh, my hormones were going crazy and she was blaming it on her hormones. I mean, she was at that point at least three and a half months pregnant. So yes. Yeah. I mean, Ashley Mitchell yells at people and no one's ever called it cute or adorable to see this tiny, you know, sure. Um, but I think that the Bailey thing, I'm, I'm sure we can, and all agree what that is because it's, of you know framing they're framing it in a certain way and it's and bias could be bias but it's bias i mean i don't want to get too involved in that but it's just something i'd like to add that i i kind of saw I'm, I'm not normally a scroller and, and 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 talking what i heard on the internet but i thought this was worth mentioning i think that's a great point i also want to point out that i have heard that the fans don't like bailey and then the fans on my timeline love Bailey. So I think there's just, it's got to be like who you follow. Bailey seems to ha- either people. See, I don't follow anybody. So my Twitter account has really no follows from the reality world at all. It's just political stuff. So I have to just search out. the. Uh, it's not the even hashtag. on my t- Yeah, I search the hashtag. Ah, there you go. And so what the hashtag is telling me is going on is a lot of people saying, fuck you, Bailey. It seemed to be 50-50 last night. A lot of defenders. Yeah. And really the big one was the person who put the side-by-sides of yeah. the two girls up on their toes and being like, any difference in the way that they did mm. this? And that sparked 
a huge uh, thread. Good call to that person. Okay, the next segment we discuss is Bananas and West, their alliance, their meeting in the elimination. People, Jenny, she didn't know there was an alliance. Tori didn't know. Nani, by the way, is back. She knew. Um, they just talk about that. I I don't have much to say about I'll it. I'll say this is boring. I think this is the most boring part of the reunion. And I think they treated it that way. Yeah, I just, and I, I'm not, they really milked that storyline over the season, and I felt done with it by the time Wes left. I was like, okay. I mean, good. yeah, uh, uh, quite honestly, um, I bet you they wanted a lot more out of that when it came down to it. Yeah. Uh, and really, it ended up not being that important to the season. Um, and so they dedicated as much to it. I mean, it really was a quick segment. Then they had the, um, the Josh and Melissa sort of, you know, that was that segment of their fight. The only thing here to, that I would like to add that Nick hasn't already said is that there's kind of like, um, should I say sweet moment where Johnny and CT and Nani defend Josh uh, where they come and they go, let me tell you something about this guy. He's the most loyal guy in the game, you know? And What about Nelson? Um, what about Nelson? They were calling him the most loyal guy in the game at the end of the season. Okay, well, at this segment, that's what they're saying about Josh. And I just liked that people came in to defend Josh. Then we had the Bananas versus Ashley segment. Um, also didn't give me what I wanted. It gave me a little bit of what I wanted in the sense that, you know, Vernon Davis asked Tori, like, hey, Bananas and Ashley kind of play the same game. Like, do you think it's a double standard the way that Bananas gets away with it when Ashley doesn't? And Tori was like, mm, well, that's kind of a hard question to answer. Uh, Tori, I would have liked you to have just said yes, I do, um, because I think it is as a viewer. Um, CT kind of has like a weird back and forth here with the host where he was like, well, was that when, um, she said, uh, when Tori said like, Hey, they're both playing their game. Is that what her answer yeah, was there? Basically. I think that's a good, that's a good answer though. It's a political answer. Is it, or is it that Tori respects the money is the money and you get the money how you get the money. It worked for Johnny. You're right. That's true. I mean, it's, we're not, Hey, they're not there to make friends. You're right. You're right. We're fans, really. You're right. They're um, not there to and, enforce justice. And if taking the villain route is going to win you $500,000, yeah. fuck, man. I'll double cross all my friends. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what do you think about this weird moment with CT and the host? Where he was like, I was there for that fight. Yeah. And then Vernon was like, what? And he was like, nothing. Yeah. I don't. I guess maybe because he wasn't being talked to. What was going on with CT? I, at one point they pulled out and it was like you could see like nine people in their little squares and CT was on his phone. I think CT had to be there contractually. He wasn't part of most of the season. That was exciting. Um, he got thrown out in kind of an embarrassing manner by a newbie, by a prospect, by a rookie who was uh, half the size of him in a challenge that did take physical brute strength. Yeah. I think that's embarrassing. I think that he didn't want to. I think they were there for an entire day doing these. I think he was like, I have to be there for this entire time because I'm CT and I'm a flag waver, flag holder for this franchise. And he was a little upset that he had to be there and wasn't really being spoken to probably. Yeah. And so to me, it was like, I was there for that fight. You want to talk to me about it so we can, I can have some, or... He was just being a jerk. I, I don't know, but... He looked I, a little puffy. To me, <laughs> CT, 
I'm done with you, bro. I, I do not want to see you on the next se- season. I really don't. Yeah. I'd actually prefer to see Johnny on the next season than CT. And CT I know at this point just feels like a mascot. He's nothing. I mean, he's as big as a mascot, you know? <laughs> like, he looks like he's wearing one of those mascot ha- uh, heads. But um, I just don't need it. We got Fessy now. He's big and has brute strength. You know, we have Rogan. He's big and has brute strength. I, I would say just keep those guys around to toss around the little guys and to put f- fear of God in people's eyes. Um, I, I'm, I'm good for, I'm good for a completely fresh, uh, fresh cast, uh, next season. I'm, you heard it here first. I, I don't need, I don't need them. I mean, I, I like Nani, but I don't need Nani. You know, I get the same storyline from Nani every season and Nani just doesn't seem well. And I think she should take a break. And, uh, I don't need Anissa to me. It was a little, she kind of had an embarrassing ending in, in the end here because really she cannot compete, compete and she would not have finished that, uh, she would have been in the Bailey Club of Quitters. Mm. So I, I think that uh, I, I just want some really good. If you're going to be, if this is going to be such a physical fucking game, go and get me physical fucking people who want, who run every day, who every single person. No, I disagree because I want a party a- element as well. I want some drama. And these physical people, they're not going to do. Uh- Actually, they're sticking them in a bunker. Like they they clearly have given up on the aspect of this is the real world with challenges. They better never put people in a bunker again. I don't want it. If okay, if we're gonna be like sexy, hot, party, drunk people who compete, then great. Let's put them back on an island. Put them on an island in a treehouse where they have sixty five hot tubs. Uh, you know, I I just don't. I pick a side. You know what I mean. If you want to be the strategy game, be the strategy game. If this is the physical brute strength game. Then have that, but take them out of the bunker and get rid of all the old people. I'm sorry. It just has to happen. Something uh, that happened during this Bananas and Ashley talking about their different strategies and how Ashley plays. Um, Ashley's kind of talking about how in the off season she's not contacting people beforehand. She's not trying to make alliances beforehand. She just she keeps her personal life and her challenge life separate. And then so each time she goes into a challenge house, it's a new, fresh opportunity for new alliances. And, you know, who knows what will happen? She's not she's not plotting it out beforehand. And then we get. I would say the best line of the reunion, which comes from Ashley, where she says that some people, um, you know, try and create storylines. And then she says, I am the storyline. Wow. Mm. I am a storyline. Excuse me. Let me get it right. Okay. It was one of the two. The or a. Either way, it had so much power and force. It did. She is, she's got a great personality for television and she should keep coming back, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so uh, I would say that she's not necessarily a storyline always, but it sounded good. It sounded so good. I am a storyline. Some people create storylines. I am a storyline. Then we get the Josh and Swaggy fight, and they're talking about how Josh kind of blew up their spot because of their connection to Wes. And, like, Bailey is like, can I say something? Like, Josh, you kind of threw us under the bus. And I I, I don't know how you felt about this. Uh, it seemed like a good opportunity for maybe for Bailey and Swaggy to clear the air. You know, maybe they got some closure. Um, I didn't walk away feeling any change. Nah, I didn't feel any change. It didn't seem like they really like each other anymore. But what I did like was Anissa's response to this. That he's like, yeah, this conversation was really dumb because it got very petty at the end where it's like, you're not good at running. Well, you're not good at puzzles. You can't <laughs> swim. You know, And anytime something devolves into that sort of an argument, it's pretty dumb. And I agree with her. 
Yeah, and then the host is like, let's talk about this. Um, let's talk about this rivalry, you know, between you, Josh, and Wes. Like, you think there's a rivalry there? What's up with that? And Josh is like, clearly doesn't want to answer, doesn't want to participate in it, is like, you know what? Yeah, I'm just going to take the L on that. And Wes is like, come on, let's have some fun. You know, this is Wes's opportunity to get a little bit more storyline besides the fact that, you know, uh, he lost to his rival slash alliance partner. And Josh shuts it down. Yeah. I wonder what happened there. I think Josh was embarrassed when the show came out and yeah. he saw what a fool he was being made out of with the West situation. Yeah. And so he was like, I'm not going to participate in that conversation. Did Wes say something about Josh's profile pic being him and Wes or something like that on on social media? Oh, at one point, Josh was just like looking at his phone because he didn't want to have that. Con- he didn't want to participate in the conversation. And Wes is like, it's, he's looking at my Instagram. Oh, right. You know, yeah. like Wes is like trying to push this idea that Josh is obsessed with him. And I think. What, what's interesting is like the tables have turned. It seemed that because way. Because <laughs> in the house, it was Josh looking like he was trying to use Wes for storylines if, if he was even aware. And Wes being like, this guy is like all over my jock so he can be on television basically and start yeah. a fake rivalry. And now... You know, Josh is being mums the word and fucking Wes is like, hey, come on, man. Let's let's get some storylines going. Like, yeah. And Josh is like, I'm good. I mean, Wes was, you know what? Wes is a casualty of D. That You're right. Was, that was his. Wow. That would have. Yeah. And he's and he also was oh there in on the D, you know. It would have been a whole I created a monster storyline he, he could have run with. He was on, he was in there uh, on D-Day as well when uh, he had to throw her out of his home while they were filming some sort of reality yeah. thing for his Patreon. So they can't go into any of that. So, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate. We go to a commercial. When we come out, they're just having, like, chit-chat between everybody, which Some I chat like. chit Yeah, they're just talking. It's clearly, like, a break that they're having. Big T is there. Um, they talk about CT and Jay. They talk about that, you know, incredible elimination. And Jay is just coming across. I, I was happy to see Jay. He's got a positive attitude. I mean, I think in terms of, like, personality and upbeatness, Jay and Corey really knocked it out of the park. Um, just coming across very likable and happy. And I felt like Jay did look like he didn't really want to be there. Oh, I felt like Jay was just like, yeah, he was like going with it. He was smiling. I felt like he was, he was this conversation about CT being his idol, you know, like his dream uh, to go up against CT. I felt like was a good moment. I got uncomfortable when we saw the Jay Rogan thing again. And when uh, Jay had to be eliminated by medics, that was sort of something I didn't necessarily need to relive. And then we were, you and I were talking off, um, you know, to each other about where is Rogan? I said, I think he's recovering from some sort of surgery. And then you said, you know, I wonder if it has anything to do with the hall brawl because he was he was put out after that. You know, we heard that right. He, you told me that he couldn't get out of bed for a couple of days after that hall brawl. Something, yeah. And uh, I heard in an interview on that show where he was like, "Wow, Nelson, like I won, but um, I wrecked my entire body trying to do it." He did mention that in an interview. That it's a not an actual quote, but something like that. Um, and I wonder if he had to get back surgery based on that hall brawl. I mean, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Well, you and I were talking about how we don't 
need or really like the hall brawl. At this point, we like these people. We don't want to see them kill themselves. Yeah. The hall brawl is not exciting to me. I like Nelson. I like Rogan as a villain. Um, you know, and I don't want to see them hurt each other and themselves. It's just like get rid of the hall brawl. Get rid of it. Get rid of these these uh, eliminations that that knock people out, make them unconscious. I'm not watching the challenge to see someone's shoulder get dislocated. I mean, really? <sighs> then we get into the Kayla and Bear situation. I mean, this is really just Kayla kind of being like, listen, my relationship wasn't good, okay? Um, Bear was persistent. He was a distraction. He entertained me. The bunks, the bunker sucked. Um, and then he just broke me down and we hooked up. Where was Bear? Where was Bear? You know, he's going through, I think, I, I don't know the details, but I think he's having like a maybe a little, maybe cancellation moment of himself in the UK. Ah. Um, I know he got into something, some sort of a, uh, you know, questionable, problematic behavior. I, I don't know what it is, though. Maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe MTV is just distancing themselves from people who uh, might down the line be an issue yeah um this kayla and bear thing is like i said it, it feels like kayla just kind of defending herself and explaining why she did it the most interesting thing here is when nelson had to kind of talk about the fact that he said that she had sex in a porta potty and uh the discussion that went on there which i thought was very interesting the way nelson handled it he was like i saw that i hated seeing that but i didn't just make that shit up i mean that was a rumor that was going around and she may have done that <laughs> now here's something that's interesting and i don't think you know this nick um you and i have talked on the podcast about how the production kind of dropped the ball of showing us and explaining to us how emotionally devastating the bunker itself was. You know, like we've heard, we see the castmates be like, yeah, this bunker, it's really getting to all of us. But there's no, there's no um, supporting evidence or material. Now, I read somewhere, a couple of things, I talked to you about the, um, the buses being blacked out where they couldn't look out the windows. They didn't get hardly any sunlight. They're getting two hours of sunlight a day. Um, what I also found out was that there was every day they'd have someone come in there and test the oxygen levels of the bunker. If there wasn't enough oxygen, they would pump oxygen through the vents of the bunker. But there was all this old dust and debris that would come out of the vents and was giving people rashes, like skin rashes. Oh, Jesus. And then something also happened with the bathrooms where like the, the toilets weren't working. And so the guys just started pissing in the sinks and the shower and it started smelling really bad. And so production put up porta potties. So production put up porta potties that they would have to walk outside in the cold to go to these porta potties. That is why this porta potty rumor got started in the house. Something ah. so Kayla and Bear like went to a porta potty at the same time or something. And then this rumor got started. Um, I think that, you know, I wish they would just sort of like drop this. Um, I, I, I don't. I, 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 I'm tired of Kayla being like yelled at and for being like, you know, for doing things that the male cast members are doing, hooking yeah. up with people. Yeah, it's whack. It's whack. Um, another thing that happened in this interview part or in this segment was Wes apologized for that setup with Johnny where they put uh, they took a picture of Kayla and her boyfriend Mikey P out of her journal and put it on the roof of Bear's bed, the ceiling. Um, Wes apologized for that. Yeah, it was nice. I mean, Wes seems like he's not going to. If he he knows when he's wrong and he's okay and apologizes. Uh, 
And that's good. I like when people can admit that they're wrong. Talking about Wes and Kayla, I'm reminded, I don't know when this happened in the reunion, but we did get a uh, a little clarification on that tribunal that Nani and Wes were a part of, where both of Nani's alliance members, her main two alliance members, Kayla and Jenna, both got put into elimination and went home. And when we were watching it at home, we were like, "How, how this Nani was on the tribunal. Why did her two best gals get put into elimination? How did this work? And we thought like, oh, maybe there was something behind it. And then we learned that Wes had lied to Nani and said that Jenna wanted to be put in, got and, asked and, to be put in. And also admitted his wrong his wrongdoing there as well, yeah. right? Yeah. And I believe Anissa said, that's very big of you, Wes. <laughs> Okay, so finishing up this Kayla and Bear segment, um, it kind of ends, and then we get a, a soundbite from Nani saying, I'm done protecting everyone since no one protects me. She gets up and walks away, and then the worst part of the reunion happens, which is the Jenna and Zach segment. They make us rewatch him verbally abusing her yeah, on I don't FaceTime. Even, I don't even want to discuss this part because nothing happens here. Just basically... Uh, you know, you got Zach being like, yeah, um, well, whatever it was, we're good now. And we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk so about it. It's so interesting that he's willing to basically call Jenna a cheater, right? Like on television, you cheated, you, you know what you did. He has no problem doing that on national television, but now he can't say the thing like that proves that she didn't cheat. He can't say, oh, I just found like a DM and I overreacted. He can't say that. Yeah, he can't a, say he's an asshole. A yeah, um, he looks awful. She looks awful. He doesn't answer any questions from the host. Everyone looks uncomfortable when they watch this segment. Um, I feel at the on one on the one side of the coin, I feel bad for Jenna. On the other side, it's like, girl, you this is your you made this decision. Like it's time to leave Zach, but they're engaged, so. Who knows? The thing that did happen that was interesting here was that Corey said he gave Jenna the Barbie Beast nickname and Zach like rolled his eyes did like a big reaction to that. Yeah. Um, but there we go. That's the end. That is the end. Do you think that it is uh, that it was uh, possibly um, uh, Corey? In, yes, in the DMs? that's the rumor. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's what MTV was um, implying. Like, implying. Mm. Yeah. Folks, that has been the recap part one. Guess what? There is a part two, so we will be back next week. It seems like some sort of a version of a shit they should have shown, which I'm kind of excited about because they actually get to show these people a bunch of clips that did not make the air and we get their reactions from it. So we'll be back next week with another recap. Uh, thank you guys for listening to this one. Make sure you check out all of our shows. We drop shows every Monday, and we have a Patreon, as I mentioned at the beginning of this. Um, I guess uh, we'll just close it up with, uh, you know, uh, may the TJ also never be involved in a reunion. And may Vernon Davis host these reunions for the rest of the time. Come on, Vern. Bye. Bye.